me, Andrea Patrick, and welcome to another episode of PB in Style. This is where we talk about personal branding in a way that helps you with your clarity, consistency, and authenticity. You need that, guys, to build a brand that resonates with your audience. On today's episode, I am sharing my thoughts on ROIs. I'm telling you how I've managed my own expectations through a few stories, and they've helped me to make money in my business, and I feel like they'll be able to help you as well. Welcome to PB and Style, the perfect podcast sandwich where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. As promised, I do have a few stories that I want to share with you guys today. Um, I've noticed in working with a couple of clients lately that um, they're a little distorted in their views of what returns on investments can actually be. I know that we've kind of become spoiled um, in thinking that the only way to get a return on the investments we've made into our business and the services or products that we're providing to other people is with money. And that's not always the case, especially if you are a startup and you are growing your business and you are trying to uh, present yourself in an authoritative way with someone who has credibility. And so I wanted to share with you a few stories that I have that helped me to not only gain confidence in my business and my brand, but also helped me to develop credibility and then ultimately make more money in my business. And so the first story I want to share with you um, is a bit of a warning. Um, when I was initially starting out as a fashion stylist, I wanted to be a fashion stylist. And um, you know how it is, guys, you you grow up with everybody telling you how nicely you dressed or how well you look all the time and your makeup is always pretty, your hair is always nice. Um, guys, I hope you guys don't get that. But you know, if you do, you know, to each his own. <laughs> but uh, no, I was told often that, you know, I look nice. I dress nice. I always put myself together well. Um, and I had a marketing business. So I understood a lot of the color uh, theory, um, though I wasn't an artist, I understood sort of how things worked. And then I went to cosmetology school and that sort of furthered that education in terms of the color theory and how colors work together. Um, and then just the study of body types helped me along the way as well. But when I wanted to start off in fashion styling, when I wanted to take that next level leap from some of the other things I was doing, I found someone or was introduced to someone who was already a stylist and a successful one um, by the way I was introduced to this person. And I, you know, was so excited to meet them. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, I would love to sit down with you. I would love to follow you around and sort of help you out with your uh, shows and help you style your people. I'll be your assistant. I don't need to be paid. I just want to get the experience, you know. And that's my personality. I was very outgoing and I was very like, you know, aggressive in my pursuit of the knowledge to be a better stylist and to really get the experience I would need from this person that I was introduced to. And though I 
was willing to lend myself to him, lend my hands, my my ideas, my thoughts to him, um, I basically turned them off. You know, I was like a little too much, a little too fast, a little too hard. Um, and that is sort of a warning to you guys. Be- though um, a return on your investment could be that of like, I want to experience and, and to, to help me with my own business. I came on a little bit too strong and turned this person off and um, it did not get me what I wanted. So the, the moral of this particular story is it's okay to want to work with someone who has what you have or is where you want to go. Um, and the return on the investment that you make um, may not be money. It might be the experience of working with the of said person. But you can't come on too strong because you may turn them off. So that's sort of the lesson, the moral of that particular story. It's okay to want to learn from somebody, but kind of take your time, ease into it, develop relationships. We're talking about personal branding and and brand identity and authenticity. And that's the lesson here is that you really need to develop relationships, even if it's for your own benefit, whatever the action is you're trying to do. Develop a relationship first. Allow them to see your sincerity and your quality and your authenticity and then approach with um, that sincerity and authenticity to to get the knowledge or to gain experience from that particular person that you've been seeking. So that's the first lesson. The next story I kind of want to share with you guys was one of chance. Actually, I started off working with someone on their marketing They had a digital magazine they wanted to start. And though they had the publishing experience from another magazine, they were challenged with their marketing and how they could get the word out about their digital magazine. And um, the Internet and social media was a little bit new. And so they didn't quite have what they needed in terms of the following and they wanted to increase that. And I was initially approached to help with marketing. Um, so here's what happened. We, we talked about it and I said, absolutely, I could help you with the marketing theory. Although social media was new to me as well, I was definitely willing to jump in um, feet first and get myself soaking wet in social media and help out in that regard. But It was around the same time I wanted to do more editorial styling. I had done wardrobe styling with individuals, so I knew what that was like. I had that experience, but I had not yet done editorial styling, and I wanted to get involved in that. At the time, um, there was a great show on, and, and, and I loved it. I watched it, you know, just religiously. And I just felt like that was something that would really increase my exposure, help me with what I was trying to do moving forward. And um, when I was approached to help with the marketing of this new digital magazine, I saw it as an opportunity to gain experience with editorial styling. And so my second story is a story of exposure and experience and policy and procedure building. And that's sort of what I used this opportunity to do. So yes, I I absolutely took on the challenge of helping with the social media of this digital market, this digital magazine. 
and, uh, you know, gave all the knowledge I had and helped, um, I think, you know, immensely with the project. Um, but there was no funds exchange. Like he did not give me money to do this. I was more interested in the experience of styling the, the shoots for the editorial. And that was the deal. It was, I will have, I will help you with your social media. I will help you with, uh, your stories, ideas, and your, um, you know, sales. I'll help you with those things and your marketing in exchange. I would like to style all of your photo shoots for the magazine. Now, what that got me was, guys, I was already familiar with working with wardrobe styling, so individuals didn't have a problem with, but I had not had any experience with pulling clothing, with working with photographers, with securing locations. I basically became, for this digital magazine, the creative director, and that is how I gained experience. So though I was not paid, the return on that investment was much, much more valuable because I was able to learn the trade of editorial styling, working with models, working with photographers, working with um, locations and venues, setting up um, the stories, uh, the the, the creative storyline for the actual photo shoot. And I was in heaven. I was in hog heaven. I was learning. I was growing. I was meeting people to this day. Some of the relationships I made during that period in my life are still strong. And I love, love, love um, everyone and um, still have really good relationships with them all. And the the other return on that investment was not just the experience that I gained, but the ability to develop my own policies and procedures for my business, because I saw what work went into um, doing these shoots and being the creative director on these shoots. And so when it came time for me to go and do this for paid positions, I knew what my value was and I knew how much time it would take me to get done the tasks that needed to be done. And so therefore I knew how much to charge. I knew, um, how to kind of manage my expectations and their expectations and to do what I call create circumstances for optimal success. And so it's important for us as startups to really understand and manage expectations. Yes, we may have gone to school. We may have gained a ton of experience, you know, um, in terms of like the background, the, the actual creating of the products or services that we want to sell. However, if we haven't developed our credibility, if we haven't developed and honed our skills and policies and procedures, even though we have the book sent you know, quote unquote, book sense of how to do things. The practical work has not been done. The practice, the experience, the actual work has not been done. So when you're thinking in terms of return on investment, definitely, definitely, definitely set yourself up in these situations where you're gaining knowledge and you're gaining experience and you're gaining credibility through working with these individuals. The relationships I have with the photographers that I worked with during that time is fantastic. And now through my business right now, I can call on them and we can work together and they know my work ethic. They know that I'm credible. They know that when I say things, I will get the things done that need to get done. They know if I say you're getting paid, you're getting paid and they, you know, they can expect it. Um, And so you 
in doing these types of uh, business transactions where you're gaining your um, the ability to create your own policies and procedures, you're gaining experience, you're developing credibility with the industry, other industry professionals, then you realize on the back end when you actually start selling these services and providing these services for money that you gained so much um, from doing that particular job or having that particular experience for free. Um, And again, I'm using free lightly because there was an exchange. You provided a service um, in exchange for the ability to hone your crafts and develop your skills and create your policies and procedures. Okay, so let's move on to the next story that I have to tell you. And this is the last story. Um, And it is a story of developing the the ability to develop circumstances of optimal success to your ability to then get paid jobs. So I told you the story of how I became a creative director for a digital magazine and honed my craft. However, not only did that help me in that particular situation and how much I would charge to do day rates and half day rates and working with models and doing fashion shows and working with uh, quasi celebrities is what I'll say. Um, what I also learned was um, my what I did really well and how much time I needed to do it. And because of the credibility I gained with the photographers um, and others, makeup artists and hair makeup artists uh, on the job training with the digital marketing, I was afforded an opportunity to work with the Gaylord Hotels. And although the job was not one that I, you know, it wasn't what I expected, I have to say, it was much, much more in a positive and a fantastic way. Um, But I was actually um, uh, exposed to the opportunity from a photographer that I had worked with while doing uh, the digital marketing, creative directing um, previously. And the, the, the Gaylord job, I've spoken of this before on the podcast, but what became of that was um, it was a huge job. I had never styled so many people before at one time. And when, and, and when I say so many people, it was a ton of people. It was like 20, 25 people. And it was for the Gaylord Hotels. It was not just the Gaylord here in Texas. It was, I was working with the marketing department of the Gaylord Hotel Company, and there are four of them nationwide. I was dealing with that head marketing department, and they were the best people. I love them to this day, have just really had a good time with them. And not only working with them, but they bring in crews from other other states as well. The, the, the uh, videographer, the photographers, all were very, you know, um, very good at what they did and they were professionals in their own right and had tons and tons of experience and I learned and gained so much knowledge from working with them. But what ultimately became of that, what 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 I learned from that was it's very important for you to set yourself up by creating circumstances for optimal success. And let me explain what I mean by that. Though I had never worked with or styled that many people at one time before, and I was when I say style, I mean from the Ruta to the Tuta people, I got the job. They gave me uh, the scenes that they needed um, styling for. I pulled clothes. I mean, thousands and thousands of dollars worth of clothes I pulled. 
And not only did I pull the clothes, but I set them up on racks in the in the talent room. I labeled things. And when the models came in, uh, oh, I managed I managed the uh, prior to I sent everybody uh, what they needed to bring in. So even before getting on set, I had managed some things on on the back on the back end. And so when when all the models came into the talent room, I commanded the room and I was like, okay, even though I had never done it before. But I had set myself up with what I knew how to do. And so there was a plan in place, despite the fact that I did not know or have experience doing exactly what I was supposed to be doing, but I had experience in what I knew how to do. And so I set myself up by doing those things well. And the end result was an organized talent room where under normal circumstances and in previous uh, uh, shoots, the marketing team from headquarters had to be responsible for managing going back and forth from set to the talent room and making sure everyone was doing what they were supposed to do. This was one of the times, or actually I was told this was the first time that they had someone to command the room the way I commanded the room and to run it the way I ran it and to have access to so many options um, and to be able to pull together uh, the looks that they were looking for. So even though I didn't have experience styling that many people or working with a large company like the Gaylord Hotel, my circumstances, me myself creating circumstances for optimal success, and by what I mean is by doing what I knew how to do well, by organizing, by having the materials that I knew I needed, by uh, using my own personality um, and 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 really owning myself and having confidence in what I absolutely knew how to do, I impressed this company to the point that they wanted me back and they had me back a couple of times, a few times actually, and they they I traveled with them and styled with them. So guys, the moral of this story and all the stories is number one: live your value, know who you are. And 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 know what you're capable of, because that is what will help you set yourself up for optimal success in no matter in in any circumstances that you will find yourself in. Uh, Will you be the best all the time? No. Will you succeed all the time? No. But you will have set yourself up to be the absolute best you can be. And that's what's important. Number two, the returns on your investment may not always come in the form of cash, But when you love yourself enough to be yourself, what will happen is you will develop relationships with people who will then be champions for you. Just like the photographer who uh, tagged me to pursue this particular job with the Gaylord Hotels. So when you love yourself enough to be yourself, you're finding the confidence, you're developing the confidence to do what you do best and to set yourself up right. And then finally, you will lead with intention and purpose. And this is like, this is not new, guys. I've always spoken of live your value, love yourself enough to be yourself and lead with intention and purpose. But I want you to see how it weaves itself into everything. And today we're talking about returns on investment. And so I want you to invest in yourself so that your return will be high. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. I really hope that you begin to look at your returns on investment 
a little bit differently and that you will live your value to create circumstances for optimal success and that you will love yourself enough to be yourself in front of the people that will help you build your credibility and you will expose yourself to people who will want to use you and be champions for you in the future. And then I want you to lead with intention and purpose and I want you to reach back and grab someone's hand and help them along and show them the way. So until next time, make sure that you are finding clarity, consistency, and authenticity in the way you do your branding and building your business. Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AF Patrick Consult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AF Patrick, and Instagram at AF Patrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.